0: This is Dan You're fangin' and bangin' to Live and in Color
1: with Wolfie D. Hey, this is Jimmy Street, host of the Live and in Color with Wolfie D podcast. Hear the life and times of professional wrestler Wolfie D. From his time in the territories with PG-13 to his time in WWE, ECW, WCW, TNA, and more, nothing is off-limits and nothing will be held back. Thanks again for tuning in. Here he is, Wolfie D.
2: Welcome, welcome, whiz- welcome to live and in kizzler with whizzle if you dizzy. How's everybody doing today and I got Jimmy across the skrizzy pulling down the, the other end
1: for me. What's going on, dude? Not much, brother. Just, you know, chilling like chizzling like a vizillin. That's this it. It's going to be the Carney show. Yeah, total Carney. <laughs> we'll talking Carney the whole show. Yeah, gang girl's gonna be like what the
2: fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah man what a uh a pleasure it's gonna be to talk to him uh i talked to him a little bit at the squared circle expo and uh just just seeing him after a long time and uh yeah i love that dude man i swear that we go way back and uh he's a, he's a good person man he's a vampire for sure uh, but, uh, a good person man and i guess that's part of the vampire charm ain't what they do they kind of totally the, ladies with the charm and then, then
1: yeah yeah they well the good news is we were not next to him in this sense you know obviously yeah. we would love to have the interview right next to him or whatever but we we yeah. didn't have to worry about that and also he told us that he's in a very dark room right now so even though the recording was during the daytime he was safe yeah. y'all so <laughs> don't worry about you know Him burning up or anything. He's good.
2: He's got some special power, though, because I've seen him in the daylight before. Oh, he's a day walker. Oh, my God. Yeah, I guess that's, that's what you call it. Day, night, day and night. I don't know. It was in Blade, I think, right? I've always said, man, you know, life can suck sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. where you're just like, ugh. But, man, I, for whatever reason, I still enjoy being here. So, I, I've, I've said this a billion times, maybe not to you, but I, I want to find a vampire that will bite me. And and I feel like when I saw him the other day, I'm like, this dude's not aging. Not, this shit's working. And I'm about yeah. to ask him to bite me. I'm about yeah. to ask him.
1: I need a favor. Stop (laughs) me now. (laughs) My heart ain't good no more, man. Can you help me out? (laughs) Right. I I don't want to age any further. Stop it now. I know. Do it now. Come on. Is this going to hurt? Yeah, man. He looks great. He looks great. I'm talking. Yeah. uh,
2: He's he's probably in the best shape I've
1: ever seen. And uh,
2: just looks great, man. Looks totally great. I'm glad we got him to, to finally come on. This is another one of those ones we've been trying for so long. But he's so busy and plus he had his own podcast and, uh, you know, it's just been a a thing getting him on here, but uh, we've made it happen.
1: Yeah, and that's what one thing I want the listeners to know. First off, these guys are Wolfie's friends. So in, in yeah. some instances, the friends just don't really want to be on a podcast. You know what I mean? And we always yeah. respect that. So there are instances that you'll say, my God, Wolfie's friends with this guy. Why haven't you ever had him on or whatever? Yeah. Look, sometimes we just don't want to bug our friends. And in that instance, yeah. Wolfie doesn't really want to, you know, we can ask them and say, hey, you want to come on? And if they say, nah, maybe not right now but later you're not going to push the deal you're well, not going to you don't because want- i know
2: how it is man like, yeah
1: everybody's got a podcast now and you know
2: uh, a lot of the wrestlers get blown up about doing podcasts and so yeah sometimes uh, you know i i I feel even funny asking them, you know, <laughs> you know, depending on how well I know them and things like that. But,
1: uh, right, you know, I, right.
2: I had talked to him early on when we first started doing this and I just he's so busy. And then he had his own and anybody that's got their own and it's, you know, doing like his was doing, you know, even Jeff and, and people like that. You know, I, I'm not even really going to ask them, you know.
1: Right. Obviously, we would love to have Jeff Jarrett and Jim Cornette. There's two names uh, that would love to have them on at any time they want to come on. But they also are very busy in their life, and they're also very active with their own podcasts. So, you yes. know, I mean, you uh, it's a different situation sometimes if you are just doing the rounds. You're like, okay, I'm doing this guy's show, this guy's show, this guy's show. But when you have your own show and you're like yeah. in the creative thought process versus the right. – answering it's a totally different ball game man so anyway yeah. we don't bug him. we're thankful that Gangrel girl came on you know yeah. he's a super cool guy i've always loved that gimmick always loved that style hell of a wrestler too you know
2: oh absolutely man absolutely and you know back to what you said about the friends i don't i don't guess we'll be having jamie on anymore so man everybody got their feel of that one
1: <laughs> i don't know never say never but hopefully we you know <laughs> i get Very it informed situation i get where you're coming from brother and we'll just you know i know that you could probably write a book on that one but i don't want to we won't push that any further no 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 we'll just uh we'll we'll pass it up just yeah i'll say
2: this man I, i love him like a brother but i really do think that uh he's got some serious mental issues going on is what it is I'm, i love him to death but yeah anyway let's let's get off of that and right. let's uh let's get ready to have the vampire warrior himself gangrel the brood man this is going to be fun man this is gonna I'm, be ex- fun.
1: I'm so stoked thank you for getting this brother we'll be right back after these very important
3: messages with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever
2: Hey, folks, to get your official Live and in Color with Wolfie D merchandise, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Wolfie D. Check it out.
1: If you're listening to Live and in Color with Wolfie D on Apple Podcast and like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a five-star rating. And while you're at it, write a review. Tell us what you liked. Tell us what you'd like to hear in the future. It's very important to us and always appreciated. Thanks again. All right, guys, we're back. And uh,
2: me and Jimmy are so excited, man, to have... The next guest on with us went, when I met this dude back in 1993, they called him the Vampire Warrior. Him and uh, the late Luna Vashon, who uh, uh, Dave loved dearly, uh, came into Memphis and immediately became really good friends with Jamie and myself. rode up down the roads a little bit with him and uh, have stayed in contact pretty well. But uh, Dave, when I saw you uh, at the Squared Circle Expo, I'm going to tell you right now. You look better and you look happier than I have ever seen you in my life. Well, yeah, I, I am happy. I don't
0: know if I'm better, but I'm definitely happier. Uh, <laughs> I got, a, I got, I got a, a balanced, normal lady in my life. And uh, life, life's good, man. I'm busier than ever. Uh, man, I'm in a ring seven days a week, whether teaching or on the road wrestling. So, I mean, what could be better than that, man? I'm super blessed. Oh, I'm
4: just, uh,
2: absolutely, yeah. <laughs> man. How's your body holding up?
0: I'm doing good. I got a few, uh, I got a little aches and pains today. I, uh, the, the show right before I saw you, uh, I believe I, uh, I dislocated my sternum like, and, uh, I popped it back in Monday when I got home, but it, it just keeps flexing in and out. But other than that, man, I'm good. Got a dodgy knee, no ACL, PCL in it, but, uh, yeah.
2: but I'm just motoring on. i got a little Jimmy legs, but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so man, you got to tell the story, man. Um, so when you when you came to Memphis, you stayed with uh, Steve Dahl, Steve Dunn. The listeners might know him as Well Done, um, yeah. and and his wife, who's who his his wife was the sister of Crush, and yeah. uh, so you lived there, and Luna stayed with you a lot downstairs in their basement. And I I've been to Steve's house back then, but I'd never been in it, but I had heard wow. all the stories, so. Share with the people about Steve Doll's haunted house. Well, it, it was a long road. Let me
0: tell you how much I appreciated getting to stay at Steve Doll's house. So when I first came to Memphis, I had to stay with a fellow named Bert Prentice. We all know Bert <laughs> Prentice. That's part <what> <laughs> 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 of my. I got tired of my underwear disappearing, my car getting stolen, and, 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 and uh, pretty sure I was pretty sure I was gulping in my sleep. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, So from Bird's house, I went to being homeless and sleeping in my car. So I slept in the car, showered at the, uh, gymnasium as much as a lot of people did in Memphis. And, uh, you know, it wasn't all like rhinestones and diamonds and stuff. You know what I mean? (laughs) It was like, so, uh, so from there, then Steve was kind enough. So now I'm grateful as hell. Now don't get me wrong. Steve was kind enough. Hey man, just come up from Memphis. Stay in my house here. I think it was in Hendersonville, uh, where I there. And, uh, just come stay with me. Uh, you know, I got a basement and all that, so like I'm super happy to get there and stay in this house. But nobody yeah. told me, nobody told me about these evil spirits coming in that house. <laughs> 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 that house was oh man, that house. I, I went back to just being homeless after that. <laughs> and uh, it was nice, it was so many crazy nights. You know, they they said something while staying there that uh crushed Brian Adams, he had had some issues with. With uh, uh, the heating, like he said, he believed there was a ghost and he, he would go down there and, it, you know, it'd be the, uh, it'd be the, the coldest of winters and the AC would get turned on and the heat would be turned off or opposite in the summer, the, the heat would be turned on and stuff. And you had to come into the basement to do it. You couldn't do it from upstairs or see the patty say. You know, the basement was separate, everything but the bathroom. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know. But I, I mean, there was so many nights you would hear hear weird stuff going on and then, um. Uh, one night it, w- it was cold outside and Luna happened to be there that night and uh, we had gone to bed, it was about 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, we came in from a town or something and uh, the damn car alarm starts going off I'm like, so I run outside, I, I get the car, started up, turn the alarm off I come back inside and Luna like, what set up I go, like, I don't know man, I go back out again because the car alarm goes off again I jump off, I run out there uh, this happens, the third time I go out there I go to come back in, the door is locked now, Luna's sleeping, right? <laughs> I'm banging on the door. It's from damn uh, like So, you know, I blamed the ghost. I said, yeah, I still haven't seen the ghost. You know, I, I haven't physically seen it, but yeah. well, had to be that ghost, man, because, you know, some kept setting the alarm off. And then I went outside. It locked me outside. in the freezing cold. Now, people don't think Nashville can get cold. Nashville to get cold in the winter. And I was in my boxer oh, yeah. shorts out there. Just banging <laughs> on the door, Luna. Oh, no, she up. What's wrong with you? I go. Something well, locked out. I go. Why'd you lock the night locked out? I've been laying here, and then she yelled at me. Well, she had heard something <laughs> at that point, and she'd be yelling up up the stairs at the thing. Go, uh yes. leave this place or something. Like she's some kind of exorcist person or something. she got to she's gonna break out some shades and clear this place out, you know. So a lot of yeah. things went on like that. Uh, a little things went on. I think, you, I think you see little shadows out the corner of your eyes. But then one day, I came in with y'all. I think y'all dropped me off, or whatever. I think I was right with y'all. Y'all dropped me off at the house or I dropped you off. or Maybe I came to the house. I'm not sure what it was, but uh, yeah. I go there and Steve, Steve and Patty wasn't home. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, they were very particular about everything like, uh, like they would never leave their bedroom doors open or something. But you had to use the, the use of the only one bathroom. So you had to go upstairs to use the bathroom. And uh, I never really liked going upstairs. I, I felt blessed to be staying in their house and then want, you know, right. just, just felt felt a little uncomfortable and I want to go up there, but then I had to go to the restroom. I was going to get up there and brush my teeth and uh, settle in, you know, I, you know, get some rest. And, uh, yeah. I noticed their bedroom door was open and, uh, I'm like, that's so, it's so weird. So when you're looking in the mirror, brushing your teeth in the bathroom, you can see right in their bedroom door and right above their bed is a crucifix, like the cross. And uh, oh, so I go, I'm sitting there, I- I'm brushing my teeth, you know, and I get this really weird feeling. I look up in the mirror. You know how you're always scared you're going to see something in the mirror sometimes? You turn the light. Like, on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow. Wow. I'm brushing my teeth and I look up and I'm looking at that crucifix and I'm like really drawn to it for whatever reason uh-huh. and I mean
4: I think we evil. know why <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I wasn't no damn vampire this day because my <laughs> okay, out <of> fair <laughs> enough. I was
4: like I look up
0: and I was looking at that crucifix what? and then this dark evil looking shadow I can not even describe it but I'll let it, it was dark and sinister and it's, it crossed right of the crucifix kind of stopped in front of the crucifix Looked over at me in the mirror and then and it went on, man, I've got goosebumps now. Just telling you that wow. I I. Uh... I sprinted down to that basement. And I got on the phone to Luna. I got to go. <laughs> I said, this place is evil. It's bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. I think I might even called you guys. Well, yeah, I might have called you said, I got to get out of here. I didn't know where to go, what to do. But, uh, man, I moved hey. out of there after that. I couldn't stay there anymore. But there was all kinds of stuff that I just don't remember that went on that I couldn't that say, was That was hey, the struggle that broke the, the camels.
4: But man, that was where so I actually seen, seen this
0: spirit seen this or whatever it was, Is bad whatever it was i actually seen it i wasn't even on drugs
4: <laughs>
0: some days i might be like well damn man maybe i did a little bit too much cocaine or something
4: Yeah, I don't know, yeah. you know maybe i'm
0: hearing shit or seeing things that ain't there but nah this yeah. it's sober as a judge no drinking no nothing i wasn't even really that tired i was just chilling and it scared, it scared me so bad I, it, it verified all the little things i have seen and heard in the, in the car line all that all that stuff and yeah, and I was out of there. That place, that place scared the shit out of me. I I wouldn't go back either, man. You tell me to buy it. I, I They
2: should warn people before they buy that house.
4: Yeah,
2: no <laughs> doubt. Seriously, it's, man, you know, I can just nah. see it though, man. When you were telling me the story about her yelling up the stairs, I would pay money to be able to see that. I don't know that hey, I would wanted to be
4: hey. there.
1: It was something like goats,
4: like,
1: and I would that would have scared everybody.
4: Go to the lake, go to the lake.
1: Well, the neighbors are
0: probably scared. I thought it was some kind of beast over there, yeah, like, they're probably, they're probably echoing out across Lake Hickory, you know. Like, what is that? <laughs> like, you hear that? What the hell is that? Meanwhile, <laughs> it's t- terrified of so goats in here, they're terrified of
2: Luna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously. yeah. The ghost is terrified of learn. That's great. Hey, uh, something kind of current that I wanted to ask you about, man. Uh, you know, the what was it? Edge came out on WrestleMania. And there was there was talk of uh, you know you and uh, Christian also being a part of that. Did they ever even reach out to you for that? No, man. I, I read it just like everybody else read it. <laughs> really?
0: Wow. Yeah. It's something
2: surprising. Uh...
0: Yeah, I was reading the uh, you know, things will pop up, you know, on you know, as you're trolling uh, Facebook or whatever, or whatever it is, wherever it pops up. Or or actually, people started sending me. First, they started sending me people calling me, going, "Hey, uh, anything you you want to tell us?" And I'm like, "No," because first the first rumor was Hall of Fame. I don't know if you heard that one, but that's the first first one. And then I'm like, Hall of Fame. they ain't never gonna put me in the Hall of Fame. They want even book me to do a job. Uh, oh, my ass and i'm like so I, I say maybe and i was polite to people i like, go oh, that's not gonna happen i'd, I'd be honored, but it only happened if the brood went in you know, as a group, you know?
4: right and right they're
0: saying yeah. me, are you sure you sure man you're not you know i said no i'm not hiding it man i would i would just say no comment if i wasn't supposed to say something i wouldn't lie to you and then uh yeah. they uh they uh then they started started with other people started calling going hey man uh pwi and different wrestling magazines are calling and asking uh are you like the people that run things here, like down at Florida, CC, the people that work for it, the school and stuff? And, and yeah. I go, no, man, I'm not doing anything. He goes, are you sure? Because he's saying he's heard that you're gone and blah, blah, blah. I go, man, it's a week from WrestleMania. You think I would know and I would have <laughs> just bought me a flight? flight to LA to do their project. And I was like, all raising hell about the flight. I said, you think I would have raised hell about that sorry ass flight? If you think I was going to WrestleMania, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd be like, keep your return flying. flight. I got, i go for class home dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, so I told them, and, and I guess they told people, but they still ran that story anyways. Like, And I had huh. never heard anything. And then eventually it was a Sunday, uh, before WrestleMania and the week out. And, uh, you know, you have this over a week out. And I, I wrote Edge and said, hey, man, do you know where this rumor started? He goes, man, they think they know everything. He says, I don't know where I started. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I go, "Was it true? None of this is true, right? He goes, no. He goes, to be fair, I pitched the idea. So he pitched it, but it, it never happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's always been, like, super good looking out, trying to look out for him and different things. But for whatever reason, it, it didn't happen. But. I tell people, I say, well, technically, I was there. If you watch the opening, I came up in the Flame of Fires next to him. They cut poor Christian out. Yeah, made yeah,
4: up
0: <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah. <But it> <laughs> and, and I said, technically, I was on the back of his jacket, all three of us. <laughs> he had to prove on the back of his jacket. Yeah. And I said, they haven't mentioned my name on TV in 20 years. They actually called me Gangrel and called it the Impaler, so they showed me some love there, Corey Graves. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah. That's, that's some steps in the right direction." They would have never done that before, so <laughs> right. <laughs> so the, technically, I was there in spirit, I guess.
2: <laughs> and and when you went from because, uh, like I said, when when me and you met, it was the vampire warrior gimmick. Where did you come up with Gangrel, or did they they come up with that for you? Hell no, I I I, I didn't come up with Gangrel. I gave them research
0: that show Gangrel is a clan. It's like a Vampire, clan. the Wolfie, masquerade. Well, Wolfie, Wolfie D would have been more of a Gangrel than me. Uh, yeah. Like Gangrel <laughs> clan. So they're more like, they're like shapeshifters and shit like that. And Brujahs, so I would have been like a Brujah clan. Uh, it's like a clan. Name, like Maybe Ventrue a, or Toriador. You know, I just did a movie uh, playing Adventure, and I told the guy I just filmed it right before I saw Wolfie. I just filmed that movie. I said, I hey, ain't Adventure, because I know you're a Brujah, but in this movie, you're Adventure." <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so Adventures Adventure wore the puppy puppy shirts yeah. and stuff like that, you know right. What I mean? right, right, the artists. Right. Yeah. yeah, I didn't, I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't pick that name though.
1: Yeah. Picture this. It's 1998. I'm in a band called Temple. We're not having clearly enough sex. Our drummer, Robert Hawkins, great guy, hell of a drummer, great friend, actually, introduces us to the RPG Vampire the Masquerade. I am also an okay. uh, Hold on.
4: You're you're
0: not having enough sex because you're in... You're just not having enough sex? Yeah. Well, we need to cover this. Are you all right? Were you all right? How how old were you then? Well, I I
1: was, I was, we, what I mean by that is I'm sitting there playing an RPG with my 19-year-old friends. We're clearly not having enough sex. So, I
4: think
0: there's more issues than that, but we will cover that later. (laughs) All right.
4: All right.
1: (laughs) <laughs> That's great, but anyway, long story short, our drummer <laughs> says, "Hey, we should play this RPG," and we're like, "Dude, what's an RPG? We don't get it." And he's yeah. like, "This," and we act like this, and then I found the TV show Vampire the Embraced, and dude, I, I'm saying, I, and then of course you show up on Raw, and I'm like, Gangrel, I know what a Gangrel is. Anyway, long story short, I'm sorry to <laughs> cut you off there, but <laughs>
0: well, I'm I'm sorry about.
1: Your sex life back then that's <laughs> right, but, uh,
0: but uh, yeah, yeah uh, no that's not not a lot of people it was more of an under <laughs> besides the sex life it was more of an underground type of thing you know <laughs> like, like yeah right, so right. Uh, I mean, it was heavily and like there were vampiric communities like in norwalk out outside Connecticut and different places uh like in some areas in virginia it was a big role playing community, but it was like more underground at the time, it wasn't really a a, a super big thing out there. It wasn't like Monopoly or something like that. Or, or, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Dragon's Dragon's was way more popular mainstream than that. But I mean, yeah, Yeah. you you all played it out, you know, uh, people, uh, people, uh, they actually get it of E when we would go to places like Norwalk and stuff, they actually had to get extra security because I had threats from, um, vampires people saying i'm exposing the community i'm making a mockery of it so i had like death threats and stuff sometimes yeah yeah Yeah, these rpg dudes took that stuff seriously
2: yeah they do yeah yeah they definitely do for sure (laughs) and uh, you would think that they want you would want you to be like their representative with the platform for for real you you think
0: they'd be on their knees and uh Taking care of Vince the way he had to take care of them because they hit him hard and <laughs> sued him for like like millions and he had to advertise for like five years or some ridiculous thing and wow. so their name got off tank it like over the trademark so like ironically enough I have it now I have all the trademark the register everything so like I, that's I, awesome it's, yeah it's it's mine what I'm gonna do with it I don't know I have I, I, done some <laughs> action figures and stuff like that and I still wrestle with Daniel but I got to get back to making some more hot sauces and t-shirts and products and stuff like that. It just, uh, you know, money, it takes money to make money. And sometimes I'm squirreling it away because I get a little, little worried about the wrestling world or, or my body. Like, yeah, you know, like what, yeah. I mean, how long do you run a, how long do you run a, a 55 Chevy in, in 2000 at uh, <laughs> you know, still running at 100 mile an hour, you know what I mean?
1: Every day. Something's <laughs> down to give. <laughs> down to give yeah. I just, uh, you know, I thought it was awesome that there was a gang grill and and uh, you were a badass, dude. I mean, the eternal question, and I'm sorry, I know these podcast questions can get mundane a little bit, but what was the blood made of? <laughs> what,
0: was, what was the blood made of? It was a... Uh, uh, <laughs> So Zesty Man, uh matter of fact, I just loaded up my gear bag as uh, uh, I was texting uh, Wolfie earlier. I was pouring my uh, blood. So Benet, uh well, I, I probably don't say it right cause I'm like, uh, uh, N-Y-E, ben, ben B and and it's uh, N-Y-E is the second word. And it's a Zesty Man, it's stage blood. So it's basically like uh, corn syrup and stuff like that. But I buy it uh, right out of the... Uh, Magic shops and stuff
2: and stuff like that. Cause hey, I you know, that,
0: now, that poison me and stain my clothes and
2: taste really good and give me good
0: vampire breath. You know?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know I'm a huge kiss mark. You know I'm a huge kiss mark. So is it the same thing Gene, Gene used? Uh, I'm sure it's probably super similar. Yeah, but you know that, because yeah. uh, Gene, yeah, I'm a big kiss fan
0: too the whole the whole blood spraying is a tribute to Gene Simmons' uh, that thunder guitar solo. I just spray the blood instead of biting it and letting it come out like he rises. Right. So, so that, right. That, that that whole thing, that whole thing, like, that whole entrance is like a kiss tribute.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> that entrance, true. That music, everybody says that about you, has to be in the top 10 uh, wrestling entrances of all time. Has to be. Mm. Well,
0: I, I don't know if it's in the top 10, but what it has done for me is it, kept me iconic, like so it's kept me very blessed to be able to work 20, 25 years later. Uh, people still love the music. They hear it. I come out, they see an old man come out there, but oh, he sprays the blood and he still hits the DDP. <laughs> He's super happy. So, yeah. uh, like that old entrance, the music, especially the music and the entrance, and even and, and then Edge keeps me keeps trying. just like. He won WrestleMania with what he did in SummerSlam prior to that. Uh, he really does. He's really kind. He doesn't have to do that. He could just be Edge or whatever and, and be our superstar. Or he can make his own dark entity. He doesn't have to channel back to the brood. But he does that. And, and I know he does it out of kindness to help keep me current because he knows I'm out there grinding. He's always worried about me still so making all these times. So. But he knows I love it. so. I think he just—that's his way of throwing me a bone the best he can. You know what I mean? Without being actual. Shade. That's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah.
2: That really is awesome because you know when you get in the wrestling business, they always say, "Man, at the end of it, you'll be able to count your true friends on like one hand." And you know, I, I kind of yeah. believe that. Uh, but it's nice to see that you know somebody like him who's still got the platform, you know, will throw his boys a bone uh, to take care of them. You know. Absolutely. I, yeah,
0: he 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 would, man. He's he's. he's we all have our ups and downs and loopy loops and hoopy hoops, and we do some crazy shit, but uh, he's really a good man, a good dude, man. He's, yeah, man. cool.
1: So you arrive in Memphis to USWA, and you meet two wild and crazy guys named PG 13. What were your first thoughts when you met these dudes? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with these guys? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because they was also hanging with the likes of Brian Christopher at the time. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. and if you get the three of them in your car, it's not a good thing. It is not <laughs> good at all. Like. These guys, I pull into a gas station, I get the gas and everything, and they're like they they ain't reaching in their pockets at night. They? <laughs> they, they go on a damn store. They said they'd be right back. You're out there. You get gas. You wait. 15 minutes go by, you go, what could they possibly be doing in the store? We're already a half hour, almost an hour late from the town. You go in there, and then they're playing video games. And stuff
4: like <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't
0: laugh at you when your muffler falls off. They, ay, ay. <laughs> oh, they,
4: they're those are they're the best times
0: smelling like weed when I get pulled over by the police or the Florida
2: plates. Can you imagine
4: that?
2: And- <laughs> hey, hey, Jimmy, think about this. You got Gangrel driving a yeah. white Cadillac. I, I forget what kind of Cadillac it was, but I know it was white Cadillac. Oh, And then you got me and Jamie sitting there with our crazy haircuts. If I was the police, I'd pull me over. <laughs> no, it, not only, not only, it had illegal tent, but the shots that gave out in the
0: back, so it was like low riding in the trunk with Florida plates. <laughs> mm, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't make it around that loop in Memphis without getting pulled over. <laughs>
4: yeah, wow.
2: That's so funny. Those were the greatest oh, yeah, times a- though, man. And I hate it that like some of the newer guys and, you know, I'm sure you get to talk about it with your students and stuff, but just the, I feel like the, cause I mean, I, I've been around some of these newer guys as of late and last year and stuff. And it's just a whole different breed of, of wrestler. And I don't think that they enjoy it as much as we did. Do. I don't think so, especially outside the ring. Um, I think some of the, my, uh even these times I'm joking
0: about here, like it sounds like I'm planning, but I'm not. They were they were like fun. They were just, it was just amazing times. Memphis was even when I slept in my car alone in the snowboat got down on the side of the road, trying to make it back to Memphisville. I was still having the best time of my life in Memphis. Yeah, uh, yeah. I learned I relearned how to work again because I was trained. Uh, I was trained by Boris Malinko, and then I went to Stampede. They they, they, they turned me into some kind of killer machine, and I went to all Japan from there. And I went to all Japan. I went down to Puerto Rico, and then nobody told me no difference. So I was down there clobbing people for a year. <laughs> I ended up in Memphis. When I got to Memphis, I was killing everybody, and I didn't realize it. So, kind <laughs> yes. of
2: I That's totally everybody like hate that.
0: you, man. Everybody
2: hates <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't think that when you came to Memphis, I mean, yeah, we buddied up and rode around, but I really don't think we worked each other. If we did, it was only a couple of times or something. But I do remember that everybody being like, damn, that damn vampire, man. He's fucking stiff, bro. Lock that, brother. I had to reboot and go back to what I
4: originally learned
0: because you know, going through those other areas and then making it back to Memphis was like, yeah, i would start wrestling again. <laughs> <laughs> PG13 was a, uh, I, I love PG13 and midget D and all that. And uh, yeah. I thought, I thought it was great. They they had heat. Luna was Luna's favorite tag team. I know that much. She, she, she always loved it. She hated <laughs> Jamie all the time though. She suspended to, to TV when Jamie would come on when it was in Texas or whatever. When he was just J.C. I. I. I hate that part. And then, <laughs> and,
2: uh, she uh got the Memphis around you all. She loves you guys, you know? That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. And I wish I had it, man, I don't know if you've seen, like, like, recently in the past couple of days. I'm not going to bury anybody, but there's a certain person that uh, doesn't like the fact that guys are taking pictures these days and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's been going on for years, really. We just didn't have... A, a device in our hands to take pictures all the time. Uh-huh. We, we didn't carry around little cameras and shit. But we've mm-hmm. always took pictures. And I'm, there's a picture of me, Jamie, and Luna that I don't have, but Jamie has it. So I don't know that I'll ever get it. But uh <laughs> there was a real cool picture that I wish I had. All oh, face ass wrestlers and die. Like,
4: you know, mean
0: and angry like a like a bachelor over there. Just mean
1: and mad. I mean, yeah. 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 I can't imagine yeah, Luna uh, and Jamie being around one another for very long, though. No. I mean, maybe they, they <laughs> no, were great no. friends. <laughs> well, by the time
0: he didn't come out of that, that, that damn gas station for 30 minutes, she'd have lost it. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Yeah.
4: Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well, hell, that was both of you in there playing some kind of video game. I never yeah. played video game. So. Then, uh, I think that's the that same trip. That, I think that's the same trip. The muffler fell off the thing and we had to try to get it. Uh, welding on some weird garage on
2: the side of we're trying to make it sound. So. Oh, my goodness, I can't imagine that. But yeah. speaking of video uh, games, that's what Smothers always used to say because me and Jamie would carry everywhere we went. We had a Sega Genesis or whatever the console was at the time, PlayStation, whatever, and we'd take it to the hotels and, and play video games. And that's what Tracy used to tell me right? hey, as long as they're in the room playing games, the world is safe. <laughs>
0: Amen. <laughs> hey I, 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 I agree on that one. I 100 percent say if the, you two are in the room playing video games, it's a much better place outside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, safer place. Maybe not better, but safer. Safer, definitely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Safer for us too. Yeah. <laughs> not just the people around yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> but then uh, then 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 about lost my dog to him in Memphis PG thirteen. They bought it this. My dog was just. I don't know what Jamie would do to the damn dog, but every time I would buy my pit bull, he'd open his leg up, lay, raise it up to me, kick your leg
2: down. I remember that. Yeah, Jamie. Uh, used to tell that story about him. He used to jerk your dog off. Oh my man, god! I, 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 yeah, yeah, like I'd be like, oh
0: my gosh! Like, I'm sure that's against some kind of law of crime or something. I'd probably <laughs> set your limitation on that. But oh my god! It's probably safe right now. Well, oh my you, you didn't know about it, so yeah. <laughs> y'all play y'all played that golf video game a lot. I remember one time I went to Jamie's hometown, I'll never do that again, guess uh Plywood signs yes ain't whatever get out by Sunday. It was craziness, man. I went there and he said go swimming. It was a mud hole down the street and then he sat up there and yes. played golf on the uh, golf on his video thing all night. Like the, golf. The
2: something. swimming
0: <laughs> hole.
5: I, I, were you with us
2: when uh he took he took Sean Waltman to the swimming hole? Were you with us on that? Maybe because Sean was driving with me on those Memphis trips when he would come in, saying that Yeah, office. so you probably were with me. us. I, and yeah, he, yeah. when he he got naked and jumped off the cliff naked into the swimming hole, <laughs>
4: Sean did. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Big old uh, clay uh, pit or something.
4: <laughs>
2: like, yeah. Yeah, like, like I said, the, crazy. But those are good. Half the stuff we did, it, you couldn't and- get away with it now.
0: And uh, you guys are an amazing tag team. I mean, you were light years ahead of stuff and you understood what was going on. You knew how to get over. It. You knew how to get heat without cussing and all that. You just did it,
2: through, you know. Thank it, you. It was good. Thank yeah, you. yeah. I mean, long before the new jazz or whatever and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Then the John Cena's, if, if you would just
0: say that. And then, then, <laughs> then Mr. Cena. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and too cool. And anyway, um, yeah. the list goes on. Oh, yeah. But Anyway, dude, hey, listen, man, I ain't going to keep you, man, because I know you're a busy, busy vampire, and I'm sure you've got a lot of stuff going on today. But again, from the bottom of my heart, man, I totally appreciate it. Uh, you're one of the most genuine people, uh, nicest people I've ever uh, met in the wrestling business, and uh, I appreciate your kind words, uh, and I love you to death, my friend. I love you too, man. Thank you for the kind words. You guys have an
0: amazing day, man. keep banging and banging. Thank you, sir. All right, buddy. Thank you see
1: you, all right, wolfie. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
2: See you Bye. all right man appreciate it gangrel and uh jimmy what do we got coming up next
1: oh you know a little bit of that ask
2: wolfie
5: d anything <laughs> we'll be right back let's
2: take a quick time out and get a word from one of my dope-ass sponsors and we'll be right back with more live and in color with wolfie d you need the Rockstar Realtor.
1: Benji is a member of Exit Realty's Garden Gate team in Gallatin, Tennessee. Support for Live and In Color with Wolfie D is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code WOLFIE at Manscaped.com. If my math's correct, that's about 8 million balls. All right, we are back with Ask Wolfie D Anything. DJ, hit the music. You know, what's funny one time, I don't know if you remember this, but we were, we did one of the first episodes. It was like first two or three of these and you, you were like, asshole fee. <laughs> and I was like, no, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. ask Wolfie. And you were like, asshole what's an asshole fee? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. That's a totally different thing. But anyway, we got a little ask Wolfie today. And of course the listeners, y'all, we love y'all so much. Y'all are doing so much for us and we just greatly appreciate it. The one thing is, is y'all are sending in some amazing questions. So I'm going to go ahead and get this bad boy started here. The very first one, and I'm, I I got to know this one. This is a great listener, Chance Richardson. Chance, you're the man. you send sending a ton of questions from Facebook. And he asks this. Now, again, let me do some scenarios here. Take out all of the others that like, let's say that Public Enemy, Too Cool, and John Cena don't exist. Okay. They just don't exist as wrestlers. All right. <laughs> Other than you and Jamie, which two wrestlers could you see pulling off PG thirteen? Huh.
2: Oh man. <laughs> That's a tough one, man. <laughs> I would have to, I mean, there's so many wrestlers that I'm sure could could do it, but then the thing is, you know, we talk about chemistry and things like that and the the yin and the yang when it comes to making a that solid circle, you know? Um, right,
1: right, exactly. Yeah. It's
2: so hard to say, man. I mean, you could put probably anybody in that. I mean, and and so I'm, I'm probably not thinking of some of the guys today, and hell, I, I would say, you know, you said too cool, I can't say them, but I would <laughs> say Brian Christopher would be one. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, heck, man, there's a lot of people. Heck man, man, would but, be good the <laughs> heck man would be great <laughs> he
1: yeah i say he that was,
2: he was dynamite um <laughs> but yeah man that is a tough question because you can almost throw anybody into a gimmick and say hey do this gimmick but yeah. to be able to pull it off and maybe i'm a little biased you know and, and some people may totally disagree that you know they might say Too Cool was way better than PG-13. Look how they won the tag team titles at the WWF. Look at uh, John Cena. He's so over. He's a movie star, blah, blah, blah. But as far as just doing that gimmick and, uh, uh, you know, we shot ourselves in the foot, you know, on certain things. And to say that if we wouldn't have been put in those exact same positions, then who would have done it better?
1: Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good point, you know, because there was a tag team called London and Kendrick. It was Paul London and Brian Kendrick, and they were kind of like a modern day rock and roll express, but they did it in these... You know when those baggy pants kind of gimmick were the style, yeah. not the like Hardy Boys, but like the shiny baggy pants, you know, yeah. what I'm? they kind of wore like a super nice WWF version of those. And yeah. I was, you know, now I don't think they had nearly the charisma that you and Jamie did. Let's just say that I cannot see because y'all had the ability to turn an arena into a small room. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it was nothing to y'all to walk out in front of a million people almost, you know, because y'all just were comfortable. And I feel like those guys were like thought of their in-ring stuff that maybe the charisma part didn't come out of them.
2: You can get lost in that, thinking too much about what you're going to do in the ring and, and and then not just go out there and let it go. Let it roll. Right, call, right. Not necessarily call it all in the ring, but I'm saying just go out there and be you you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and I mean, honestly, but, I still say the new age outlaws could have pulled off PG 13 oh, because oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think but, that was but their then, style,
2: but, but PG 13 was hip hop. Can you see Billy Gunn being a hip hopper?
1: Yeah, what I mean? I know I can't, <laughs> nor can I see Billy, <laughs> I mean, road dog, I mean, road dog, I can't a little cause he's talking about the Ms. Oak and, you know, yeah. Fernum Snavitz and all that. But what I, what I mean is, is that, you're right, Billy Gunn. I get it. He can't really do that. What I mean is their wrestling style, the the mouth and the and the worker. You know. And again, I'm not taking anything away from Road Dogg. But what I mean is, is you know what I'm saying.
2: And we were just, we were just. And I know I've said this before, but it, you know, and I, if I repeated this, you can edit me out. But uh, you heard Jerry Jarrett say it. And I heard Jimmy Hart say it to my face when we saw him in Philadelphia. He said, "I tell the people, man, this wasn't a gimmick for you guys." He said, right. "This is who you, are. and that's the point of it." You know, who else could you have found at that age? Uh, with with the t- talent that we had and the gimmick w- that we had, that's why I say that's a really hard question uh, because that's just that's who we were. You heard Gang Gross say it. we're in a goddamn
1: convenience store late for a town playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> but who else would be that? Who else would do that? <laughs> right? I mean, y'all were perfect for that. And, and think, I mean, that's just the realness of it. And, and was that a common thing or was this just a wild hair? What do you think? If you can remember.
2: Uh, I- we would do stuff like that you know of course we all know jamie don't give a shit if he's late or don't come or whatever but um it you know i had to kind of grow up a little bit over the years and realize that that's
1: not what we were supposed to be doing
4: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah what,
1: what are they gonna do fire us it's what we were all they got you know <laughs> so. yeah exactly. I get it. Well, yeah, I, I, you know, that that kind of that expanded into a totally different conversation. But I definitely think that it worked out perfectly for the answer. So basically, I, you could put anybody, but if they didn't have the connection and if they couldn't, if they didn't click, then it wouldn't matter any.
2: It's hard to be the gimmick.
1: Yeah. are trying or, to be the gimmick. It wouldn't matter anyway because that's what the magic of PG-13 was. So I love that. I love that. So my next question is – Bob Daniels. Bob's always got a good question. Bob's a great listener. Y'all go look up Bob on the Facebook and friend him up. He's a he's a good old guy, and he definitely is is a great listener for the show. Fan of Wolfie D. We we love it. So thanks again, Bob, for always bringing us a good question. And this one is is an interesting one, and I, I kind of know it, but I I want to hear it. So Wolfie, what do you do in your downtime when you're not being you know the podcasting hustler that we are? You know. <laughs> What's your, do you play video games at all? Do you ever get to, you know, your hobbies? What, What's something? We just
2: talked about, we just talked about video games and stuff, and, and I don't play them like I used to. I, I don't know. I get, first of all, just, time and you got kids running around the house teenagers running around the house and it's just yeah. hard to get any sit down time uh except for during the day like if i'm here just by myself or whatever and but i don't know i get bored with them and and then i'll if i quit I'll, i just i won't pick it up for a while I don't know, uh, but no, that, and of course people know I, I draw, I don't do that as much, man. And, and, I mean, if you want to get really deep with this, it's, it's part of, and, and I don't hide a lot on here, uh, part of depression too, you know, uh, you don't get the joy out of the things you used to get the joy out of. And I don't yeah. know if that's part of it. It's not like I sit around the house and cry all the time, but yeah. You a lot of times, I'm just I'm watching TV or something. Uh, I, I watch a lot of Fox News. Uh, I watch um, you know a lot of Netflix, Prime, all that kind of stuff. Different shows. Uh, the Mandalorians back on. I love that. Yeah. Uh, you know, a yeah. lot a lot of stuff like that. Science fiction stuff. Um, I'm a little bit of a horror fan. It just depends if it's too campy. I won't watch it. Uh, it's mm-hmm. got to be more of a psychological thriller, I guess, than a horror movie to me. Um, and I used to love stuff like that, too, like Halloween and Friday the 13th. Some we these kids, I was scared to death. One of them was going to y- yank me out of my bed at night. I would put my covers over my face, my whole body, tuck up like a little burrito, and I wouldn't move. I'd just make a hole big enough for my nose and my mouth so I wouldn't suffocate.
4: Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> that protects you, though, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only the nose and the mouth will will be able to. He can't break through that. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, he he says he also asks for Jimmy across the street. You know, of course. So my downtime, <laughs> I work on podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I produce podcasts. I I work on videos for podcasts. I produce the imagery for the social media for our podcast. So I'm, it's funny, you know, my downtime is my uptime and I just feel like I'm always working on a podcast, but I do like to, you know, get outside as much as I can when I can, you know, get a little bit of sun on the skin, a little vitamin D. I I do love TV shows like Mandalorian. You know, we just watched an incredible show over the weekend called Beef. We binged that bad boy. It's on Netflix right now. It's incredible. It's literally about a road rage incident, and oh, I, I won't tell you anymore. But it's that's incredible. Is uh, that, that not
2: s- a? That's an English dub over though, ain't
1: it? No, it's not. I promise oh, it's, not?
2: it's not. Okay. I I promise. You. I cannot watch that.
1: Yeah, they're horrible, and Netflix is full of them right now. I don't oh, get it. Uh, you, you think, oh, man, this is cool. I don't ever even know who these people are, but it might be cool. Oh, wait. Man, yeah. it's dubbed. I can't stand that. I mean, back in the day when it was like Bruce Lee's movies or something, or I'm not even talking about that, but like those Asian, like Wu-Tang films and stuff, yeah. those were kind of funny. It's like, hello, I'm your yeah. nemesis, you know, and it's yeah. – But that's kind of funny, but yeah, I can't do that dubbed over stuff. It drives me up the wall. I would rather read it than watch it dubbed, you know?
2: I hate that one too. I got to read it though. I I hate it.
1: it On both. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I get it. (laughs) and that's why they make dubs but again i can't stand dubs so yeah. but anyway trust me go watch beef y'all it's great it's about it's about the korean part of of california that it just turns into something amazing i'm I, it really is also the a recent i mean asian based movie this one is is chinese but it's the ev- everything everywhere all at once movie that was nuts okay. have you seen that it has short round from the trailer the trailer Yeah, I'm I'm bad about here.
2: Here's a lot of my spare time to answer this question is surfing those things and watching the trailers and trying to I'm one of those people that I'll I'll go, that looks good.
1: But maybe I can find something better. I know. know? Am I missing one more? Yeah, (laughs) I know. I know the feeling, man, because then you're like, well, I'll put that one on the back burner in case I'm bored one day. But that day never comes. It feels like. Uh-huh. and then your list is awful, and I know, I know, <laughs> and then you're like, What there's like a movie you haven't watched, and your your significant others like, We're never gonna watch this. Why do you have this in here' I might one day (laughs) and then Netflix (laughs) removes it and you never get to watch it because you didn't. Anyway, that's what we do in our downtime, Bob, basically, you know, try to draw and we try to put out podcasts for people. (laughs) So, all right. Thank you, Bob. That's awesome. Now I got to know this one because this one's a good one here. So Ben Martin from Facebook, good friend of ours, listener of the show, you know, definitely, definitely a good dude knows his stuff. He really does. He's been watching Armstrong alley out there and man, And that one's apparently chock full of some excellent USWA stuff, so... Up yours, Larry Burton. Anyway, the Uh, end of the cyberpunks. Did you both stop at the same time? Or did you keep it up and Jamie stop or the vice versa? And then, of course, talk about the Bill and Jerry match that ended it. Now, by the way, he wants to say that he enjoyed our full cyberpunks episode that we did back a a year ago. So go back and listen to that. We covered it in depth. But just to kind of as a refresher here, tell the story of the end of that.
2: Oh dang it if I can you might have to refresh me just a little bit cuz I know that me and Bill had a uh a singles run um, against each other as me just being fired. I don't remember what Jamie was doing at that point in time.
1: Was he still... Did he hood? go back to Mexico or am I wrong about he may,
2: that? He may have... I don't know. I cannot remember that one, man. To save my life. And if, if I talked about it, my brain's just getting worse over the past year, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, uh, I just remember working with Bill. It was after the knife thing, and they said, you know, can he come back, blah, blah, blah. And he comes back, and we worked really hard against each other. And then I think Lawler was the one. He unmasked me, but I did the double mask gimmick. Yeah, yeah. I do not recall uh, how it eventually came off for good unless, let's see, that could have been when we kind of just went up to, let's see. Well, that would have been right about the time when we went to uh, WWF as the nation. Would it not have been right around that Yeah,
4: time.
1: Cl- close to that. Yes, sir. So you, <laughs> theoretically, it could have just ended casually and just, you know, said, we got to go do this thing up in I WWF.
2: But somebody actually unmasked this. I cannot remember that to save my life. And I apologize. Well, <laughs> when you people know, ask me stuff
1: like this, I, just my memory. I can't remember at all. On the match listing that I read about stuff, the the last match that the cyberpunks are in is a match with Bill and Jerry. It was like a tag title match, but Uh, I almost assumed that that was, you know, remove of the mask match at the Coliseum. But yeah, yeah.
2: anyway, I don't remember. I don't remember.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, Ben is one of those guys that will find out some way. somehow. So let hey, us you know, design,
4: Ben.
1: Yeah. Let me, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let, me yeah. <laughs> let us know, Ben. Thank you, brother. Great job on the question. And so the next question, if you got one more in you, you got one more. I got one more. All right. Well, our next question is from Chris Fry on Facebook. And this one is an interesting one. I, I've never even heard of these towns, sadly, but you have any good <laughs> stories from Kennett or Carruthersville, Missouri? Who, uh,
2: Oh, man. Now, those uh, when I worked, them, those would have only been Buddy Wayne towns. And you know how I feel about Buddy Wayne and his towns. Yeah. uh, (laughs) uh, So I'm not sure which maybe towns. Some certain things happened with, with Buddy where we walked out on him. I don't remember what that was. I don't remember what town that was. I mean, if it was a Buddy Wayne town, the best thing I can tell you was it probably didn't draw and probably wasn't happy to be there. Couldn't wait to leave and get the TV yeah.
4: <laughs> next
1: morning. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's awesome. If
2: something. I mean, maybe he was he was uh, putting one on a TV for me there. Uh, if there's something that did happen that you know of, write us and let us know, and I'll talk about it. But I, as far as that, I, I can't remember on those.
1: Yeah, ideally, it's probably close to his hometown or a town that he's nearby. And, you know, I would say this, man, you know, I was almost expecting you to say something about traditional championship wrestling, because didn't that run out of Missouri, the area? Out there. Yeah,
2: they ran there. I don't know. I don't they were, yeah, so that's possible. That's possible too.
4: Yeah.
2: That, well. I enjoy working for them. I mean, if that's the question, I, just, I'll say this uh, write us back and give me a little more detail on that. If you're trying to lead me to something, please lead me a little better. And yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to answer your question.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, hey, man, I, you know, sometimes they're they're perfect questions and sometimes they're,
2: they're always really good questions. And like I say, I, I always keep apologizing, but it's hard for me to remember everything, you know? Yeah. And, uh, was, yeah. I've had a lot of matches and been to a lot of places. And, you know, yeah, I'm I'm not a WWE champion or a Hall of Famer, but uh I had a pretty long career. So it's just hard to remember everything. And, and some of those towns. Uh, the reason I might not remember being there is because I might have been doing something I should have been doing. So, uh,
5: there's, so there's a number. Of reasons.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, and I get that. Well, the, hey, I appreciate all the listeners for sending in those awesome questions. But I think that is it for today. Wolfie D. I want to thank Gangrel and I want to thank you for getting Gang Gangrel. Wolfie D. That's awesome, sure. man. I want to thank him once again for uh, allowing me to get him because, uh, man,
2: like I said, dude stays busy, man. He's still a a hot commodity, man. And, and, you know, we didn't say it when we were talking to him, but, man, I think he deserves it. If there's some of the folks that are in the Hall of Fame are ahead of him – it just, you know, a lot of people talk about Hall of Fame's bullshit and this and that and the other, but as a wrestler, it does mean something to you. You know, yeah. I would, I would say it would, but I would know, but I would, I would think it would, it would to me. And, uh, I'm sure it would to him too. And I just think, man, especially because of his longevity, the coolness of the gimmick, his work. I
1: mean, come on.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think, mm-hmm. I think he's
4: very deserving of it, but what the fuck do I
1: know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, when they ask your opinion, you'll know who you're voting for. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Everybody else will, too, and that's good. I vote Gangrel as well. We need more Hall of Famers of his magnitude. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But, yeah, man, take us out for the day, brother.
2: Hey, that's easy to do, man. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Gangrel. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, everybody that's that's listening. I, uh, we say it all the time, but man, you guys are what's keeping us going. So share, share, share. Let some more people know that don't know. And uh, we'll see you again next week on Live in Color with Wolfie D.
1: And now a word from our sponsor.
3: So that was another great episode. Hey, Wolfie, tell them where they can find you on social media.
2: Jimmy, they can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. I'm just kidding. Uh, they can find me on Facebook. Uh, my personal page is Warren Wolf, W L
3: I'm on Instagram, at WarrenWolf13. You can always find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, at Live Wolfie D. Here's the thing. Wolfie always has offers for his autographed photos. He has a selection of some awesome photos from throughout his career that he will autograph and personalize anyway, That you want him to Just contact him Either directly At his personal Facebook page Or through any one Of our other pages And we'll make sure You get in contact Directly with Wolfie Get those photos Right Wolfie
2: Yeah I've got some Good stuff on there You
3: know to help With the podcast Folks if you can't Get out to a show To meet Wolfie D There's nothing like that Especially for the fans Of PG-13 and Wolfie D And before we go You can always find me Your host Jimmy Street At James Rock Street On Twitter Instagram and YouTube
2: And hey Jimmy Before we go real quick I just want to add in uh, from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate, first of all, the work you've done for this podcast. You have worked your butt off. Secondly, the people that are liking the page. Beyond that, even more, is the people that are listening. And we really appreciate that.
3: Yeah, and remember, guys, the podcast drops a new episode every Monday at noon. And our past episodes are streaming now on demand on all major podcast formats. Thanks again. I got a cat for you don't got a cat.
4: I gotta got, a got, got a cat, you do He got He got
5: And here we go The original white boy that came out sagging Not bragging, don't be hating Cause I'm spitting the truth Still living in color do rush your mother Utilize a hubcap any other Back in the day, I was N.O.D. And I was P to the G Plus the one and the three In case you forgot they call me Wolfie D, been cloned and copied so many times. Tida suckers is taking credit for what is mine. You know who you are, without me name dropping Wrestling's First white boy, boy coming out. Hip hopin', been doing it like this since 92. Lay low for a while and you thought I was through. Listen real close to these rhymes that I've injected <shrug> This shit's so sick, it makes your ears get infected Bad skills, no faking, that there's no one great Cause I'm bringing more folks and over on 4 feet not here to play games, so yeah, you, you better, better be real You don't like me, so what? I really I don't, don't care The long time I keep ticking and I can't be stopped You suck a step to the side unless you wanna get dropped With my finish, I'll straight knock you out Please allow me to tell you what it's all about Gonna wind it up driving it home is rookie do baby huh i got a cap for your dome We got a cap for your dome i got a cap for your dome i got a cap for your
1: dome this has been a james rock street production